Newt Gunray's influence extends farther than we ever imagined. Welcome, everybody. This is not Uncle to Uncle. Uh, as you know, Uncle Howard has given me permission here to record, to bring back my original Star Wars podcast that I do with Harpo and Bert. So you're now listening to Watto's Fatos, the only podcast recorded coast to coast internationally by three ever so handsome Latino gentlemen. That's right. A Star Wars podcast, coast to coast, international, Latino, muy sabroso y muy guapo. Que hola, mi gente. It's your host, Franklin, but I'm just a co-host in this. And I've got another co-host with me. This is three equals co-hosts. Uh, I got my main guy, Harpo, joining me. What is up, my friends? It is great to be back in the saddle again, out here in NorCali, where we don't dilly-dally. Ooh, I like that. And also, we got Bert. We got Bert, who loves those big-ass titties. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I hate to alarm everyone, but somehow, Waddles Vados has returned. <laughs> and everybody's celebrating the return of Watto's Bottos because we're back, baby. We're back. God we're back. damn. We're back, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Whether you like Watto's Bottos is back, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so, guys, uh, we're back. It's good to be back. I guess I should just ask. I mean, we should have formalities here. How are you doing, uh, Bert? I'm doing wonderful. It's it's great. Star Wars is uh, back up and running at full steam, I feel. So it's a good time to be a fan. It is a good time to be a fan. Uh, Harpo, how you doing, man? I know um, I know. SoCal just lost its favorite son with uh, Smash Mouth, right? Well, yeah, he's more of a Bay Area guy. Oh, he's um, a Bay Area guy. All right, so yeah, forget we, him. We claim, we claim him, but you know, in Sacramento, we're like... A, couple like an hour and a half from the bay so we kind of get lumped in with them sometimes but we we claim steve harwell that's such a fun thing of sacramento being can just claim anything yeah because it's like we're an hour and a half from the ocean and we're an hour and a half from tahoe so it's like yeah we just claim whatever plus <laughs> everybody that lives here for the most part has government jobs so they're all from somewhere else <laughs> is were you at all hurricane affected oh no not even close. We, I mean, we had like a, a couple of days where we got some light rain, which was kind of odd for August. And there was like one day where it was like, I think the best way to describe it is swamp ass weather, Oof. where it's which I'm sure is uh, recovering Floridian and current Floridian. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Bert, I mean, you, you care to elaborate because that's like a hundred percent like spot on for for fucking Miami. Oh yeah, like we recently not directly got a hurricane blow, but the West Coast got it, and we felt every band and rain coming through. So yeah, I feel your pain. That's like our season's about to start with hurricanes. So yeah, that that's that still gives me anxiety. I just don't. Don't care for because I gotta watch my stories. What if I mean you don't want to miss Ahsoka? 
because of a goddamn storm knock on wood. But yeah, frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be angry with the man upstairs, but if you take away my stories, go to hell, God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired from from below. That was Bert, by the way, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you need, if you need me to spell out his name to you afterwards, I'm more than welcome to. But no. So, as mentioned, now we do have the. We are the mid-season point of Ahsoka. I'm not. Do you listen to Rebel Force Radio? I know I've asked you guys this before, but I don't. Can't say I have. You can't say you have. Oh boy, they're they're such radio personalities. They are simultaneously the best at what they do and the worst, you know. But nonetheless, so we're not going to give you this this recap of uh, every every moment that happened. But what are the general what are the general vibes so far? Let's base it on vibes so far. How are we feeling the vibes? Uh, starting with Bert here. So I believe I mentioned it to you before, like when I saw the first two episodes, it was a little jarring to like have that live action adaptation of something animated that you were so invested in. Like it's just it's a different approach and you can justify it as it's a different point in time as the characters' lives and different needs, but I rewatch it again. I'm like, oh wow, this is great! Like, the uh, Filoni is adapting it well and going forward with his vision. Like, that's pretty much what the drive is. Yeah, uh, Harpo. Any? I never even asked you what you what you've thought about it so far. Um. Yeah. Pretty much what Bert said. Uh, like for me, it all became real when you saw the mural. Mm. And I was just like, that was the moment where, like, the wall came down for me. And it was just like, everything kind of blended together. And it's just, I think I'm taking a, almost, like, I'm really enjoying the show. Uh, it's as well an adapt, adapt adaptation of a of a animated series as one could hope for. And I really love the confusion of the Lance Storm People who uh, are willfully ignorant of huge chunks of the Star Wars canon. And, uh, yeah, I just love them having to ask questions. And rather than just simply say, oh, you know what? This one's not for me. They instead decide to try to be toxic assholes. And I just love watching them get frustrated. It's it's just like kind of like a little added treat for me. <laughs> it almost feels as if Mando was for the normies and Ahsoka's for the real ones. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, season three did, got got some people a, a little off uh, off Mando. I don't know how how much entirely, but I know that one was not uh, well received. But I think with Ahsoka, you do have that adjustment. It's I think it's even more difficult having seen the animated series to be like. Okay, this is it was jarring seeing Rosario Dawson the first time as Ahsoka and and not hearing that 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 squeaky voice, you know. So like, even that of it itself was an adjustment. Uh, well done to the casting department. Can I just leave it at that? That's yes, perfect. Is that okay? Am I going to get in trouble if I elaborate uh, on what I mean? Well, you know. Twi'leks have to fit a certain profile. That's all we have to say. <laughs> all right. So let's 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 continue. Let's continue here. Uh, all right. I got my notes on what I liked and what I didn't like based off the vibes of this show. So I 
think you guys bring up the mural. That also was was good. That I, I was a little apprehensive about it because, like, how similar is it going to be? I guess it's like the number one issue you have with an animated series going into live action. How much similar do you need to make it, and where do you draw the line? Because some of that Rebels clothing is a bit outlandish. It's a bit bright. It's a bit much. You have to scale it back just a little bit, okay? I don't want to see Ezra for the first time. I mean, aside from that, uh, the recording he left, draped in orange. I mean, it's just, it's not a star, it's not necessarily, I say not a Star Wars color. It's just a, a bit, it's a bit jarring. Okay. I can't wait till they bring his uh, slingshot to live animation. <laughs> that was exactly to what live I was action. It's like if he shows up without the slingshot, I'm calling bullshit on this whole thing. You know, I want to mention back to the fans getting upset about something. Uh, Merrick, do you guys? Did you? I don't know if you if you guys watch. You guys got YouTube? Yes, you got, I've you, heard of the site. You've heard it. I'm familiar. You, just, you see any of the Merrick theories? Of like, oh yeah, oh, who's Merrick? He has to be somebody. I mean, uh, the big one was, oh, that's Ezra that got turned. So, well, it, it was... might be Maul if you ask Lance Storm. Yeah, okay. it could be. He doesn't. Two know. blades must be him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, God he like, didn't fly. On the, on the... There was lots of uh, chatter about it possibly being uh, uh, Cal Kestis. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. I mean, a lot of chatter, Connie. <laughs> all right, well, you know, Harper, you're getting a little granular for me now. All right, so, <laughs> uh, which I guess is the kind of the point of this show. So, I, I mean, I did never had a Merrick theory. I never was like, oh, they need to be somebody other than an Inquisitor. I don't like. What, what was the reveal going to be? Like a like a like a like a Trandoshan or or like a, a Rodian hut? underneath a hut. <laughs> Just squished into a hut, just kind of globbed into the suit of a human. Had his tail bisected into two legs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So my general notes is Lothal looked great. That looked amazing. Off the bat, we're seeing colors. Star Wars is very colorful. You have aliens, new different aliens around here. You have new ships. You had an E-Wing. You had Sabine on her speeder. You're getting things that are the same but different, and that's that matters a lot stylistically. You have to have new ships uh, uh, you know, showing up here, which is, I think, one of the criticisms of the sequel that's very valid is where are the new sh- – you have X-Wings and TIE Fighters, again, slightly modified. Give me a break with that. So this yeah, one had speeders. Had yeah, improve. Mm-hmm. Speeders, ships, aliens, that's a good, and again, kind of going back to the Andor criticism of this is a good story, but show me a droid, show me an alien. This this doesn't feel like Star Wars. Now you're getting hit over the head with it, uh, so to say. Uh, okay, now a lot of my notes also about the cast. Uh, excellent casting. My Hats off. Hats off. Um, I will say this. So general vibes, great. Uh, I enjoyed it so far. I don't care for the tension between Sabine and Ahsoka. Um, I know it's going to allude to something else. I guess it helps with the decision now, which is why you can't be like, you can't, I don't like series, guys. I, I am a movie guy. You can't be going into this like, fuck this, Sabine's a Jedi. She hasn't been a Jedi at any point so far. Uh, though, as you 
mentioned off air Harpo, George Lucas said anybody can be uh, any everybody has the force within them. It's just a matter of how how they access it. Um, you know, just in general, I think episode three was the only one that felt fillerish. That kind of hit you over the head with the tension and didn't really do it. Like I think three and four could have been combined into one episode. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it, uh, three did not move the ball forward at all, but I'm still kind of in the afterglow of uh, one and two, mm-hmm. where I, like where they just the little tiny details that they just absolutely nailed, like with Ezra's house at the Vanden Communications Tower. Mm-hmm. Everything is exactly where it was. Like the helmets are piled up in the corner. It is perfect. Like just the tiny little touches. The loft cat was mm. amazing. Uh, the scene where that they did like a somehow did a perfect recreation of uh, Sabine telling Ahsoka that she's ready to go, which was the final scene of Rebels. Yep. And they just recreated it perfectly. I mean, it was so freaking good. I'm just, They just bought themselves a ton of slack. They bought themselves a season's worth of slack, at least for me, just from nailing just the minutiae. Yeah, getting getting things right on that end. The Loath Cats have been their success. I am disappointed, Sabine, before leaving, I'm ready. Didn't mention, oh, I got somebody watching the cats. You know, yeah, yeah. What's <laughs> yeah. up with that? I would have liked that for peace of mind. For or her bring to it be... with you, God forbid. God forbid, bring it with you. Hu Yang can take care of it. <laughs> I don't care if it's in his programming or not. Like he can oh, take care I of it. I gotta ask you guys, where are we at on Balin Skull on the uh, dark side force wielder badass scale? I'm, I'm giving him an eight out of ten. Bert, I'm gonna rank him probably. At Doku level, maybe slightly above, just because of the aggression he showed also. And kind of being very manipulative. He was very manipulative in his battle with Soka. I mean, with Sabine at a certain point. He he won't ever make that face, Bert. Oh, no, no. Yeah, he won't. He's a big big boy. Like, you can see it. The dude's huge. He's not some old Victorian-era count. (laughs) He's not a classically trained dark... Dark Force wielder. <laughs> you're talking about the uh, the Dark Force. You're talking about Dark Force uh, stewing in Dooku's pants when uh, he had the lightsabers to his... Uh, the big neck. old plop. Just uh, <laughs> oh, what's the Mitch McConnell phase. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's too good. That's too good. It's too good. Might have to end it here so I can make a meme. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I'm in my big stew uh, era right now. Going uh, back to what you were talking about, Franklin, when we first uh, were introduced to all of Lothal and the scene with Sabine on the speeder. There's a guys... great. There's a great. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes. I know where you're going with it. I know where you're going Sorry, with that. I inter- <laughs> but yes, in that great scene, it's the first. I believe it's the first time in in any live action or TV Star Wars, we're introduced to music that's not, like, orchestra-based. We're getting a rock track. Yeah, and a lot of people are upset about that, too. Uh, uh, it's a, it's an uncle. It's not me. I won't say their name. Uh, we'll just call him... Uh, 
Boward. Howard. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Howard. Howard you. <laughs> Uncle H. Howard H. No way, that's too general. H. Solzman. So, there's Jedi rocks exist in the in the world. Return of the Jedi in the re-release. And also, if you play any of the Jedi Survivor Fallen Order games, there's rock music in that, too. Yeah, the DJ. You rescued the DJ? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. That track list is sick in that game. Yeah, that was like the first like thing I did was like find the DJ. Sorry, unless, sorry, Harper. Unless we forget the uh, disco version of the Star Wars theme that's available in the Lego Star Wars. Oh, okay. So there is, yeah, there is history of rock. Guys, I know we have the blueprint from the New Hope, that banging genre called jizz. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So you have you have the jizz band. You have Jedi rocks. Um, now, Lap the Neck was on MTV, which, that, that's, that's the rock in his station out there. Have you seen the Lap the Neck music video? I'm sure I showed it to you guys. I'm sure I have. I mean, there's, it was like the Jabba's, Pal- the Jabba's Palace song. It's a banger. It's a banger. It was on MTV. I wish it won some of those uh, Moon Men. But, uh, oh, is, is that the one that's purely instrumental? There's like no lyrics or anything? Like, no, no, just- no. There's uh, uh, Homegirl with the Lips. Oh yeah, the Clone Wars. Uh, she gives yeah. a mean. Okay, no. smooch <laughs> from across the room. <laughs> she had the uh, she had the arc with uh, that one hut. You know what I'm talking about? What's his name? Harpo? I know you know Zero the Hut. Who sounds like Truman Capote? Yeah, Zero the Hut. Zero the... Oh, you can't do this to me. I'm powerful. <laughs> pretty good don't be showing me this talent harpo if you can't commit for a whole episode buddy oh you i've just begun to scratch the surface of (laughs) (laughs) so bail and skull they're they rank high with me like that dude's cool as fuck man like and i I know it sounds like edgelord is to be like fuck ahsoka i like the i like the baddies uh, Shin Daddy, to be exact. Can I just? I don't know if I've mentioned this. The casting on this show, you guys. The casting, the the, the choices made, outstanding. But nonetheless, oh, yes. Uh, Balen Skull, manipulative, but also just what a sweetheart. He doesn't want yeah, to kill he, Ahsoka. He has an agenda, and we don't know what that agenda is, and it's very provocative. <laughs> He's a sweetie. He's built like Refrigerator Perry, as Bert alluded to. This is a this is a big guy. This, he ain't built like a like Dooku. He ain't built like a like an Eggman. He's uh, I mean, he's, uh, Dooku was a tall guy himself, just a skinny guy. But yeah. this guy's like wide, like stout. Yeah, he's Dooku built like frail. a brick shit house with that dump truck ass. Does he have a dr- dump truck ass as well? I'm just assuming. I think his, I mean, cloak, his cape covers it most of the time. No, you know, I think I think the casting made a maybe made a focus on <laughs> dump truck asses across the board. <laughs> but nonetheless, nonetheless, then look, I can't help myself. I'm a nice man. <laughs> bam, bam. Uh, so yeah, Bailey Skull. I will give them actually a nine out of ten. To be All honest, right, I love it. I, I love the intro- the introduction to the show because it was like Phantom Menace ish. Yeah, and it's that, like like reversed. Like reversed. We're seeing 
new republic incompetence, which which led to the rise of the first order. So we're seeing we're get we're getting a lot. You know, like I said, episode three, not 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 for me. I hope that was the only filler one. Everything else has been. I've enjoyed it. Uh, Ahsoka. I felt the, another criticism is Ahsoka. I, it hasn't been somebody I feel like I can really get behind. In, like in, like the last four episodes of the Clone Wars, like that was an incredible arc. So it's, it's a great character. And now we see her at a different point where I'm just like, man, fuck it. I want. I, I like Thrawn. I want to see Thrawn. We're going to see Ezra again, apparently. So like he's helping Sabine. At what point is this guy not the baby face? I don't yeah, know. That's true. Yeah, that's the thing. We still don't know exactly what his motive is. Yes, saying it's unthinkable amount of power, but it's like how? No. So yeah, unthinkable power meaning yeah. He he just alluded to have that they're they're gonna get power. So like Thrawn, how does he know Thrawn's good for his word? How does he know Thrawn has been up to shit? Like what? What guarantee? I guess this is why... How, how does he assume Thrawn was still working and not just like, well, fuck it, I'm stuck here. Yeah, like, Thrawn and Ezra could have started, like, a kibitz for all they know. Like, they have, <laughs> like, like a, a farm that people come and live on and work mm. on. I yeah. Mean, they could be in a polycule for all he knows. <laughs> yeah, right. They find Thrawn, he's got, like, dirty long hair and just uh, unkempt all hell. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I believe when the everything. Emperor first found him, he had kind of dirty long hair. Hey, Slick, pop a beer and everything seems twice as good. <laughs> like, he was kind of long-haired. He applied for the Academy. His origins, you know, uh, come from there. Um we're gonna see him soon now, ish. Uh, do any of you guys have the luck of having episode five of Ahsoka being in theaters near you? Because they don't uh, got him in England. Yeah, closest one's San Francisco, and I guess that shit sold out as soon as they announced it. So they have a waiting list. I was like, do I really want to drive to San Francisco to watch an episode in a theater? So that I put my name on the wait list. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real one, there, folks. <laughs> What about you, Brad? I didn't see Miami listed when I took a quick peek. I didn't even bother checking. I'm like, ah, it's available from my couch. That's fine. Yeah, that that's fair. Uh, I don't know if I saw like Naples listed there or no, probably not. I think I saw I'm driving to a retirement community. What's wrong with you? Chris Catan did a sit at Naples actually, but yeah. bless him. Bless him. Wonderful somehow Instagram. Somehow they skip Miami and just like. Went to like Jacksonville or something. <laughs> That's I see. I don't mind. I think bands skip Miami quite a bit, right? Like, they don't want to drive that far down south. They'll hit like, oh yeah, we did Florida and it's like Tallahassee or some shit because they don't yeah. have to drive that far into the state. Right. I think it's just the amount of gas being like waste. Like tours will start here and then, yeah, yeah. Hello there. Okay, thank you. Wrong <laughs> clip there. Then I gotta grab another beer, guys. Um. You know, I'm hitting them back, you know, today. Harpo, I do want to thank you live on air because you are on the real, you know, uh, morning zoo hours uh, recording a podcast, 7 a.m. That is, that should be applauded. I'm sorry. Why, thank you. It's uh, it's really nothing. Uh, I'm up early pretty much every day. I'm an old man now, so my body is like, hey, asshole, 5.30, get up. No matter what day it is, unless I'm on vacation. If I'm on vacation and I'm knocking them back, 
I can, you know, reset the clock, maybe squeeze it out to about 7.30. But for the most part, I've just got that internal clock that just says, hey, guess what, dickhead? It's time for you to get up. Vacation Harpo is just all I aspire to be and all I ever want to be, in all honesty. I can't. I can't lie to you. I can't, uh, you know. It's... It took me a long time to get to be Vacation Harpo, but uh, those occasions, like this last summer, I took six weeks off. And because my oldest is, she was going into her senior year of high school. And I kind of wanted to make sure that she got to do everything she wanted to do because it's her last summer without responsibilities. And uh-huh. we took a, you know, we took a couple trips. And for the most part, we just hung out, went to the movies, uh, watched a lot of TV, and, uh, yeah, just worked on my Star Wars uh, mini painting, and that was about it. Just kind of hung out. It was a good summer. It was a good summer, and you've been crushing it with those as well. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to grab a beer. Uh, how do you guys want to fill time here? I'm not editing shit. Not editing. You don't um, got the low bit rate, uh fireball oh i do have fireball you guys mind with that i mean it's gonna take me like 20 seconds go for it i'm not editing just want to make that clear Um, um, you guys can keep talking jam this is a jam right here all right thank you for oh man let it play out (laughs) i'm sorry i know right it's such a hype it's i love it (laughs) lo-fi version is just it's different dude have you seen the garfield dancing to to low-res music no i'm gonna have to check that out look up happy by pharrell and uh low low res uh it's great the my favorite comment is what it sounds like when the class next door is having a party and you're not (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly it couldn't be more spot on all right so four episodes um I think we've given a general review of the of the vibes, right? I think we've covered that. Yeah. Well, I want to touch on... I actually liked Episode 3, and, you know, I like the world-building aspect of Star Wars. And, yeah, filler episodes tend to have some of the world-building, so it was actually really cool. No, <laughs> the hell with you. <laughs> I love the training sequence when um, Homeboy the Droid... Damn it, what's his name? Hu Yang. Hu Yang, thank you. David Tennant, right? That's his yeah, voice. Yeah, that's his yeah, doctor, yeah. Doctor what? When he's doing the the multi blade stance with like the grievous arms, I'm like that's cool as hell. Like mm-hmm. he's doing something. He is. He's a hell. Hey, he was punching. I like the little the little uh, real, oh, yeah. real steel. You know, he was. I was kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping he had like a little pocket lightsaber that comes out. And he's like, take that or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, you'll, really find like a shiv. Of, you'll find really this most the droid usage the usage of droids in this show i mean obviously mm. we haven't had enough chopper no i think that's about to change but man getting to see the hk assassin droids dope that was dope oh as hell oh my god so yes. freaking awesome 
Especially with I that. thought there were magna droids for a second, like with the spinning like uh, staffs and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when they do the thing where they open up their chest and they drop out the like detonators, I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. Those droids are fucking dope. Yes, I forgot to. Yes, thank you for that. The, just the Indiana Jones aspect of it, I enjoyed that as the introduction. I don't think the show, you know, there's rightful criticism. That's how I'm going to be a gatekeeper. Like, there's criticism that I think is stupid, and then there's, like, rightful criticism. Like, yeah, there's some stuff. Like, Ahsoka crosses her arms too much. Okay, you could have that, you know? Uh, How do you feel about uh, Morgan, the Night Sister, not looking like a Night Sister from the animated series? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I think don't, that's going to play out eventually. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's doing, like, an illusion right now so that she fits in. You can oh, see yeah. like the little tattoo thing under her hair, so my ears she grew it to like kind of blend in or something like that. She's got some gray hairs. That's good enough for me. Uh, you know, maybe uh she got a bit of a tan learning to play that that Valacord over on uh what was the planet? Uh Woody Harrelson's character, uh Beckett Benson. He wanted to learn to play the Valacord. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what planet. Damn. Valacord, I apologize. You heard typing noise. All right. Where are you getting... Howard, is that you? Hey, man, come on. Hey, come... I... Last episode, this guy, man. Playing for pocket knife or whatever the fuck. The toenail clippers. Toenail it ratchet. It was a ratchet. Yeah, this fucking guy, man. He won't listen to this, by the way. Actually, he might. He might. He might. Li... No, nah, he won't listen. Fuck Speaking of the last uncle to uncle, which everyone here, I hope you listen to if you're listening to this. Dude, don't give spoilers of my show. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, the young the man. Uh, good, uh, yeah. well, we'll get to that in a moment. We'll get to that. I did. I did want to ask you guys now. I mean, there, there's a uh, there's fucking the big uh, thing we haven't mentioned now. The ending of episode four. Can we uh, can we get there? Oof. Oof. Uh, uh, yeah. Harpo, I, I, I did a finger snap on that one. I was like, "Ooh, that's okay. it." All right, so Harpo, you want to start us off, then Bert, and then I'll I'll close us off here. Go yeah, I was like, as soon as she woke up, I was like, and I saw what she was standing on. I did like, like the uh, real life version of uh, the Rick Dalton pointing at the TV th- meme, where I was like, "Holy shit, that's the world between worlds!" And uh, yeah, I mean. There's a lot of possibilities here. Uh, she could be like, she could have been pulled out of time where she was, or she might just be fucking dead. That that is something I thought about too. I'm like, she could be dead. That's we're assuming she's dead by the end of Rise of Skywalker, being a voice. And her voice was so different for some reason. Oh, yes. <laughs> we heard hello snips or didn't expect to see you here so soon so you're are is that a theory you're, you're putting out there is this the afterlife yeah it's like we know what the world between worlds is us real real ones we know it but mm-hmm. we also don't really know what all it entails i mean could it just be like that's where all jedi go when they die i didn't see anybody there the first time. i don't see anybody there now it's fucking empty as shit i don't think it's well you know not very many jedis go to heaven <laughs> well, like not even the younglings. <laughs> i mean ma- i mean maybe 
it's like the concept of like, oh, whenever you get to heaven, it's your version of it. Like maybe that's the version of whoever goes in. Ahsoka, if she's dead, maybe she's seeing Anakin because that's who she needs to see. I don't think she's dead. I mean, if she is, she won't stay dead. Right. No. I, I think there's something a little off, but I know other YouTube theories have said the same thing that like Anakin doesn't feel right. I would like there to be a reason. The CGI was not great. I think that's just kind of just just needs to be said. I love him. You, I, he looks it, fine. It's hilarious. It's hilarious that he looks older as a teenager in Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's like Channing Tatum, fucking built, and yeah, like no. I don't mean like definition wise. I mean Tatum Tatum smokes Christians in any day of the week. But I digress. Uh, it feels the Vader theme at the end is what got me like okay there's nefarious means he's calling her snips what's the angle what's what's the angle what is what is going on i mean i feel like joe uh joe schmo man what's going on here what's going on here? i mean who who could be powerful enough to be if we're assuming that's not anakin or someone disguises anakin like who's Snoke. able to wield that oh the Snoke. <laughs> the Snoke. I'm back. I'm not Merrick. Sorry to sorry to burst your bubble. I'm not, this is what I've been doing. And I got a long head of hair that's never going away and a nifty hat. Somehow, Snoke has returned. Oh, give me Snoke. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what, what Shampoodler has to say. Give me Snoke. That is, Snoke is responsible for this evil world between worlds. And he's trying to trick Ahsoka. Hey, Snoke's stuck on that prison island, man. He didn't want to swim. <laughs> he can't swim. <laughs> oh, he, that, that, that's like 20 years back, actually. Thrawn yeah, trilogy? He, he got old and wrinkly. So, Give me that Snoke trilogy. <laughs> hey, Snoke got pruny because he couldn't swim, so he just kind of just drowned. He floated there. He kind of floated there, really pruned up. That's right. He looks like that. I want the story <laughs> on that scar on Snoke's face. <laughs> I want the ring origin. The black kyber crystal. I legitimately was like, oh shit, there's something to do. That ring. There's something to do with that. I remember Cody Rhodes mentioning something about Snoke's ring. Uh, I I, want to know more about it. Hold on. Snoke's ring. Eye of Scion. (laughs) Shaped like a ring. Oh (laughs) shit. Oh shit. We got a clickbait. Photo we got for the this next episode. Mike Zero video right oh there. Oh my god. And then we Is got Mikey a- Z still going strong? I he blocked me. He's more machine now than man. I don't think <laughs> he's I think he's more automated. It's like Brie Larson destroys another trilogy again. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy owned by logic. <laughs> Alright, let me check Mike Zero quickly. One stuff about Gina Carano. Is he taking like a lightsaber to a stack of Bud Light? <laughs> <laughs> don't give him any ideas. Don't give him. Yeah, I I don't want to go into him anymore. It's just it just upsets me. Like it's just the mindset of so much like clickbait that gets rewarded on the algorithm. That moving on. Can like we move on? We, no, we went so. for well, just one thing. We went from protecting him as like our own personal idiot. To like just absolutely hating him. 
I mean, even fucking Ryan Johnson was just like, oh, we zero, we Mike zeroed on that one. <laughs> when you become a noun or yeah, a verb or a an verb. adjective, you are fucked. Like, look, when you're promoting that much misogyny, it's kind of like, I can't, you know, yeah, I can't, like. Yeah, he really no. Uncle Howard that one. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, and, and with the wonderful casting in this show, he has a lot to be angry about. <laughs> well done, Bert. Way to fucking. Well, now we can move full, on. I'm that's sorry. a full circle moment. <laughs> All right. So the next thing. Um, I mean, we mentioned the world between worlds. I did want to ask you guys, where would you go? But I, I feel like with the mentions of the casting, any answer would end up being very perverted. So I don't want to. I don't know. What do you, you want to fucking go to Pompeii or some shit? That doesn't end well. Like, I, I know where I would go. Well, where would you go? Right at the moment, Han and Greedo. I just yell at Greedo, move, bitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty fair. You just changed the fucking. That is the biggest butterfly effect. Somebody could possibly do, man. Yeah, go figure out who shot first. Then I would go to uh, right when Han's about to hit Boba Fett with the on accident and activate his jetpack. I would like push Han off of the Sarlacc and then watches Boba Fett just dome shots Luke. Oh God, <laughs> these are all severely altering moments in the timeline, guys. Hey, why shouldn't the left hand get to put its thumb on the scale? <laughs> so, mine would be, uh, you guys remember when uh, Jin Urso was climbing uh, to get the uh, the Stardust Death, Death Star data plans? Yeah. yeah. I'd just be there to give her a hand. So, oh, oh, that's very nice oh. of you. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is, that, is that a bad no, thing? Uh, that uh was it what well, the flight attendant technician the armor she was wearing it's very restricting you know very restrict i would help her out actually i would just help her out. I, wait you could pull people out from there yeah. oh the fucking uh cassian fucking hang out on the beach by himself yeah yeah no, but what was, what was the thing that when ezra first went in it he wanted to stop kanan from dying but they're like you can't mm. change what's already happened or it was you can't change something where like he was gonna die if Kanan did like it just would it would just fuck a lot up. Like you can change, you could assume Ahsoka's fate was she always survived the Battle of Vader, but in that case, Kanan sacrificed himself to protect uh, everyone. The others. Yes, yeah. so it's just it would you he could not interfere. I don't even know if he would be allowed to. I don't know the rules of the world between worlds. Uh, I don't think you could just throw a little scroll in there and say, Luke, don't kiss your sister. Like, you can't. Yeah, I don't think you, you can't just toss scrolls. All, all, that, that would be the most helpful thing, though. Like, I would yeah. tell a random youngling not to be there that morning of uh, Order 66. <laughs> so we've covered the World Between wor- Worlds, uh, Anakin's comeback. Uh, I guess I guess I did want to go into here... Jedi Survivor Harpo. I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything. I don't. I don't think there's much to necessarily be spoiled. No. No, you guys go and talk whatever you want. I mean, I'll get around to playing it eventually. And spoiler stuff for video games to me is like kind of like the least offensive possible spoiler. So you do your thing. So I, I think without getting into like the game story, the the game mechanic is dope. Like. They mm-hmm. took the Jedi Survivor one. I'm sorry, the f- I'm getting confused. Fallen Order, mm-hmm. Jedi Survivor. 
they built upon it. And when you have like the multiple lightsaber stances to use, that shit's sick. Like, mm-hmm. Franklin, what's your preferred setup? Uh, I go with the uh, the double bladed. Uh, well, lately I changed to single blade uh, with the blaster. It's kind of the go to. Okay. Oh yeah, that that's the end all be all for like general purpose use. Mm-hmm. I leave my first slot single blade, like single blade stance and blaster. If I'm facing a boss, I switch to dual wield, which is sick. Yes. That yeah. The game. Uh, well, let's talk about the the runaway star of the game, Turgle. No. Yeah. No. That, that big mouth bitch. <laughs> Turgle. He's, uh, he's, he's kind of a, a, a frog man of sorts, Tarpo. I don't know if you've seen the memes. I have not. Look up Turgle, you know, if you if you, if you so wish. And then you can, uh, yeah, I'm sure Google asked that you mean Turtle. But, yeah, from Entourage, actually. Yeah, that's dope. Wow, uh, I'm seeing Turgle, and uh, all I got to say is, damn, that's a mouth. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Snow, so, uh... What's their name? Like Sny Snoodles or something like that? Yeah, it's like the uh, opposite. The Sy Snoodles, sorry. Sy Snoodles, yeah. She, where she's got the snout and he's got the slit. And it's like, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I would love, I would be interested to see what their children look like. Together at last. <laughs> uh, so, Turbo just talks a lot of shit in this, and you get him out of trouble. Uh,. He asked for drinks at the bar. I think I've exhausted all the communication with him now. I think he's just like, hey, Cal. Like, he doesn't want to talk to me anymore. What about that one apathetic prick always at the end of the bar that he kind of looks like um, Fraun Species, but I believe yes. he's green. He looks blue to me, but I, I got criticized for accidentally calling Thanos blue. He's blue-ish. I mean, what the fuck, dude? Like, Thanos is purple. Okay, he's okay. He's purple, but he's like basically. He wears blue. blue. He wears a lot of blue. It's very. He's very blue adjacent. Uh, I. I don't think I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. I think he's essentially basically blue, and we can move on. And you guys don't need to put in opinions on this. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So Thanos blue confirmed. Um, but. That guy at the end of the bar also works in mysterious ways of like talking about, you know, he also mentions having a loved one gone kind of thing. So I guess that's why they're depressed. And I believe he was talking something about uh, that he was integral to the Clone Wars or he was just like very <laughs> active during it. I don't know. Like, you know. It's like I started the Clone Wars by accident. <laughs> that's that guy's world between worlds moment. He told oh, Master, that- Master Sifo-Dyas like some shit's about to go down. So, I don't know if you guys are familiar that now they've released the Return of the Jedi from a certain point of view, and there's yes. a lot of banger stories there that uh, there's one of um, Dex from the Cantina s- feeling that he was responsible for the start of the Clone Wars. Who? Coño. Uh, Obi-Wan's friend from the... From the diner. From the, cafe, from the diner, yeah. Dexter? Yeah, Dex. Oh yeah. shit! Oh, you said cantina. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, but he was basically at a diner. Yeah. Yeah, that he feels like he was responsible for the start of the Clone Wars because of the information that he gave to Obi Wan. Well, he was <laughs> from a certain point of view. Correct, and, and this is like happening during the celebration on Coruscant after the Death Star gets blown up. 
Well, then he should be happy. He fucking, uh, uh, no harm, no foul. Everything's all swell ends well, Dex. Yeah, play on, no foul. Yeah, look, I mean... Yeah, that that that's some fucking guilt on your end. Well, wait a Dude, second. He's been holding on to that shit for like almost twenty five years at that point. So he knew about that. Cami Owens can create clones, so he had. So he knew that those clones. But like, he just let Obi Wan there to find out that shit was going to happen regardless. Yeah, he he knew the information. He's not responsible for like what happened after that. But, Does you know, Dex have guilt or like he has guilt? Yeah, he shouldn't. Poor guy. Well, I think he should because <laughs> do you honestly think those clones would have just shown up on the new or the Republic's doorstep if Obi Wan hadn't shown up? Well, there's an you order. They're like, hey, there's yo, an we order, got, man. We got a package for you. <laughs> yeah, I think when when the bill fucking comes, they would know. It does. It's know, a, man. Yeah, I mean, I a lot know. of dead people in Geonosis all of a sudden. That battle becomes a lot more lopsided. All I'm saying is that there is some blood on Dex's hands. How much? Who can say? <laughs> We're going to equate it to ga- pints? I was say gallons. I guess you don't measure that in... You don't measure blood in the same thing you, you piss in. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Which, uh, raise your hand if you uh, pissed in the jug this year. Alright, so I'm the only one. Bottle. Bottle, baby! Gatorade bottle. bottle. Need that Gatorade bottle. Hell yeah. That's 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 what big dick's gotta do, brother. Hell yeah, man. That's a camper's toilet when you're in the tent. Keep a Gatorade bottle in there. Yeah, yeah. That's keep yeah. it till it turns black, am I right? Let oh. them come. Whoa. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Alright. So uh yeah, Jedi Survivor, dope game, dope gameplay. It's it'll take up fucking you know ninety gigs in your PS5, which I do own. So uh, Van can't talk shit no more. Suck it, Van. Van, uh, I got more. I got I'm getting trophies lately. Uh, I have a PS5, like I've always had, or an, uh, you know, for undisclosed amount of days now. Probably the same amount as Van. He can't talk shit now, right? That's correct. That's correct. So, moving on. Thanos is blue. Van. Like Van. Van's favorite color is blue. Uh, Thanos, Van connection. We have clickbait I gotta do now. What was it again? With uh, It wasn't Dex's Diner. Uh, we'll do the Dex's Diner, but what's our episode clickbait gonna be now? Hmm. Oh, man. Uh... Snoke on the bridge in the world between worlds. No, His Snoke... creation question mark. Snoke's ring and the ring of Scion. Well done. All right. So let's uh, go on to the next topic we have here. We have, well, I think Harpo, as you've brought up ever so eloquently, Star Wars is not just a Star Wars movie franchise, right? Correct. Everything's a Star Wars if you try hard enough. That's right. And like, as the creator says, all things in the force are connected. You sound like you've been drinking this early in the morning, bro. I have. <laughs> all things in the force are connected. And you know, you know when uh Obi-Wan sat down and he says it's almost not he feels cold, but he's like I you know, like he heard a million 
life forms just shout in agony at once, suddenly, suddenly stop. Well, I felt the same way, but the opposite. I felt like I heard a million life forms come up and celebrate at once at the news of CM Punk being fired from All Elite Wrestling. This is our own Death Star blowing up moment and our celebration. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Harpo, what did you feel when the firing took place? Did you feel something deep in your spiritual realm that you knew something good just happened? Uh, I, I don't know if you remember back on the old show where I described what the perfect nut would be, and it was more or less what the the uh, always checking in on uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker was, where Wedge shows up, like all these people show up. That was a uh, fucking perfect nut moment, but I digress. It was. It, Punk getting his ass fired was the wrestling version of that. It was Our friend Uncle Howard texted me when it happened and I just like stopped what I was doing and just started laughing hysterically. I was at a child's birthday party, a first my nephew's first birthday party, and I just like was cackling like a madman. <laughs> You're and, like Homer and Gold laughing. Yes. Laughing exactly. It was dude, this guy, he's just a dick. Like he's never happy. He sabotages any attempt he has at happiness. And he's and I'm sure we've all encountered this person, but he's the guy that is never at fault. Like, he is never wrong, and he's constantly aggrieved, and he's a fucking millionaire. And it's like, dude, at a certain point, you kind of have to just not be that guy anymore. But no, Phil M. Punk is going to be that guy until the day he dies. So you know what, Phil? You can fuck right on off around the corner, buddy. Go hang out with your wife and your ugly ass dog. Watch the Blackhawks and pretend you know shit about hockey. <laughs> you could go throw out the first pitch at every Cubs game you want. Nobody's gonna give a shit about you. You're going to fade into obscurity one day and you will die, and no one will give a fuck. <laughs> Beautiful. Fuck. <laughs> I need Beautiful. to speak to you about whose cock my daughter's been sucking. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. I did not mean to post that one. I had, I had it was right beneath obey your yeah, I can't. I fucked up. But that was beautiful. Uh it did not mean that I I have nothing I need to add to that. I, I've already said he is a landlord, by the way. But he that's, is a landlord. And that's, a that's probably Yeah, that's probably like on the list of shit to hate about him, it's probably just outside of the top five. Damn. <laughs> I want to put it out there that since the man is no longer employed, he's just strictly Phil Brooks from now on. That is. Like, why true. would I call by his? Why would I call him by his working name? He ain't working. He ain't work. Hey, he doesn't work the indies. The you know he's very punk rock and he loves wrestling, but he won't work the fucking independence. He he wants. He want to work with all the young guys. Like he's like. Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> so uh, even Franklin, yeah, Franklin and I had this discussion off air. Uh, so yeah, with him, his in a, despite growing up in a city with mass transit, his inability to navigate in England, a country that speaks the exact same language he speaks. Bert, can you imagine if our boy Phil decided to try and go work the G one? <laughs> If my stupid ass could figure out the train system in Japan, no problem. Like, I don't know what his dumb ass was doing out there. Like, what the fuck was he on? 
<laughs> nothing which is the the i mean that's 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 documented nothing because you know he he formed his he forged his personality in high school and has not changed since you know he loves soda yeah, pop right. unless the ice is too cold for his teeth and and, and he's hanging his hat on the worst soda pop out there no offense to any pepsi drinkers pepsi's oh, garbage pepsi. oh he likes mock garbage uh, yeah that, uh i don't know bert I just I love don't the know. idea of him going out doing the shittiest Pepsi plunge ever. That's gonna be the <laughs> lot, like that looked like absolute dog shit. Like I get it, him and Joe are both washed up, but good god, dude, that was like that was rough. It I mean, look... to be fair, I enjoyed his match with Joe. Like, that was oh, dope. the match was great. I, just I enjoyed it because I was ending was hilarious. And yeah, I was ending... very drunk. And... <laughs> what was the crowd reaction like there for him? So. When he came out? It was mostly Joe. I did have some punk people in my section right next to me. So it was a little tough. Believe it or not, I did not let that stop me. Uh, <laughs> they, they, were, they, were very, they were very nice next to me. I do appreciate that. Uh, because I fucking let these people... I was When Jarrett was fucking bad-mouthing the Brits, dude, I was fucking going... He ain't talking about me, motherfuckers! He ain't Stop. talking about me! Stop him when he's telling lies. Yeah, oh, I should have said that. <laughs> no lies detected. Oh, no, I was on one for fucking Jarrett, man. I did not stop. Then Grado came out, did whatever fucking bullshit like that guy does. Grado, Gabo, what the fuck do they do? Nobody knows. Um, <laughs> so, I think it was mostly pro-Joe. There were a few people... Uh, pro punk. Uh, I I was not gonna let that stop me. Uh, it was, I, guys. You don't want to get too drunk at a show. Can I? Can I? Can I do this as a PSA? Like absolutely. Shoot for it. There is a there is a there's a point in time where, and not speaking about my bad. I'm I'm talking about some some dopes out there who get who who decide to get way too drunk at shows. There's a point where you might want to stop to enjoy the show. But uh, actually, you could just watch it the next day on uh. On Fight TV. So actually, redact that. Uh, there's no point. Because as long as they're still selling, I'm still buying, baby. I'm really looking forward to where AEW goes from here. Uh, Uncle Howard and I next month will be attending uh, Dynamite. In- yes! Yeah! Yes! In beautiful Stockton, California. And, Hell yeah! Uh, you may or- Franklin, you may or may not get a Get a little uh, text message of a uh, video of he and I singing Judas. Yes, <laughs> I want it so bad. I, I want some my world singing, man. Oh yeah, oh, yeah this sure. world is not your place. <laughs> Gotta print up the lyrics, hand them out to the fans. Um, oh, this is the Jay Lethal version, dude. We have to follow through someday with our Jeff Jarrett side project that we discussed. Yes, the recap. <laughs> Me, Bert, I haven't told you this. You could join us. We could uh, recap Jeff Jarrett podcast. Uh, we'll be like the Talking Dead for Jeff Jarrett's show with Conrad. <laughs> a talking podcast based on a talking podcast. Yeah, love exactly. It. Yeah, except Phil's not invited. No, 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 Phil's. No, Phil's no. allowed. Yeah, hits you right in the Phil's when he got fired. All right, moving. Yo, on. he got fired twice from two <laughs> major promotions. That's some shit, bro. I said Harpo, Grandpa Simpson meme of uh, Phil. Can you go? Can you go one minute without 
fucking getting irrationally mad at somebody. <laughs> he says, how long was that with the boxers? You know, I think Kevin Nash had the best take on the situation. I mean, he's being real. It's like he might have some serious mental shit that he has not addressed. Bro, but, fucking Harpo just said that to me. But, yeah. you know, I mean, and, and in that case, I mean, that doesn't excuse being an asshole. But, you know, no, get get get, um, what you, get the help you need, brother. Yeah, no, you can't always be everybody else's fault. Like, no. there has to come a point in time where you go, oh, shit, maybe I'm the asshole in this situation. You can't have heat with like nine different dudes and and ban them from your asshole. show. Like, yeah, no, yeah. it's like, oh, they're all the problem, not me. From like Garfield he gets show, he got rewarded for bad behavior. Yeah, and, and twice will... again in history, D. Bry is a uh, oh Danielson is taking over for him. <laughs> He's Mister Collision now. Like and... I really, really was bummed out when they fired Ace Steel the other day because I was like. <laughs> They should have just kept him and did like when George Costanza was faking being handicapped and they found out and so they couldn't fire him, but they just progressively made his job worse and worse. Uh-huh. Play now? Yeah, just be like, hey, uh, Ace, uh, JR just shit himself again. We need you to go in there and clean him up. Sorry we didn't order any plastic gloves, but I promise you they'll be here next time. <laughs> I think Uncle Howard said something like, yeah, hey, uh, toilet's clogged. Uh, <laughs> Paul White and Mark Henry were having a shitting contest, so uh, we're going to need you to go in there and fix it. Playing battle shits. Wasn't it that he had a work-from-home job? He wasn't allowed yeah, to go to the <laughs> How the hell no, I'm serious. I think that's what it what? was. What? Yeah. He wasn't allowed in the building. Yeah. He he work work from home. And that's why Chris Daniels wasn't allowed on uh, Collision because if Ace Steel couldn't be in the building, then neither could Daniels. Ooh. Oh my God. I'm. What was Ace Steel's job? Getting a Word document out and typing uh, Gravity Choke. versus Samoa Joe? Uh, step one Choke Slam. Choke slam. <laughs> Sorry, Harpo. I had to steal it from you. Oh, it was okay. off air. If it's, it's off air, I can steal it. It's fair game, yeah. <laughs> Only heels fans from season one will get that reference. Minute one in the match, choke slam. <laughs> Damn, brother, built to something. Jesus. <laughs> but like, seriously, what's he gonna do now? Like, he, is he gonna go back to writing comics that suck again? His- he did a Thor <laughs> issue, didn't he? Yeah, and he did some Fantastic Four, I think, too. And uh, I, usually, when they let celebrities come in and write a comic, like they're varying levels of good. Like Kevin Smith did like a really good run on Daredevil, which you know he's a professional writer, and you know that no surprise to be expected, right? Yeah, yeah, as Brian much Posehn, as whatever you can say. Yeah, uh, goofy comedian Brian Posehn did a goofy run on Deadpool, which is the absolute perfect book for him. Like, he's a comedian. Deadpool is more or less a comic character, so, yeah, that worked out perfect. So, But then when Phil comes in and starts writing, it's it's all about emotions, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Um, are, we, are we good on Phil here? We're good on Phil. We're good on Phil. I mean, I mean, it's really, you know, I assure you, you're, you're, I mean, this is the last, you know, Unless he goes to T, he wants to go. To, he's starting to go to TNA. Ooh, <laughs> the rest like of the book. dude. What if he does go there and they hand him the book? Oh wow, the book on what? How to book Santino against fucking the Kiss Demon? Like who? I, who else do they still have? Rick Swan. 
They might have him. They legitimately had the Kiss Demon and Barry Horowitz, the last I fucking watched. Oh my god. So that is as, amazing. As Burt pointed out so eloquently, they are the rest stop of wrestling where just people go in between their actual destination. Yeah, you're you're running from something. You don't want to be found. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta earn a check. Damn, you can fucking be in witness protection and be fucking working for TNA. I can't like it almost seems like they all like have the same mentality. Like, all right, I'm gonna work here until that phone rings. Like, hey, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I'm here until the actual money comes in. I was like with uh, Gallows and Anderson when they were there. It was like, oh, okay. And then as soon as they got a chance, they went to AEW. And then they went right back. Yeah. It's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? They went right. We all back. remember their run. <laughs> they went right back, and like it was a big moment of like celebratory, like. Fuck yeah, Triple H, another W. Like, who, what the fuck have they done? I don't watch. I I legitimately cannot watch WWE on basic. Uh, Channel Four here has uh, AEW. It does not have WWE. So I legitimately, <laughs> unless uh, I do got a VPN, so I do put on Peacock, but that's only for below deck. I don't watch. What What's the limit on Raw, Bert? Like, when do I get a new Raw? Is it like three weeks, four weeks on Peacock? Oh, thirty days. Thirty days. Yeah, the network was like days? a similar setup, I think. Well, fucking hell, man! Some of these people. I believe be fired Hulu by has that. it the next day. Oh, I don't. I mean, I can't. Well, I guess I. Yeah. And it's the edited. I think it's still a ninety-minute version of Raw, which even then is still too damn long to enjoy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this is this is devolved into a wrestling podcast. Can we shift gears uh, before wrapping it up here? Absolutely. All right. So. Uh, Mike, you've been playing a complicated Star Wars board game you alluded to. Uh, yeah, I uh, kind of want to give our fans some options here. If uh, you know, you got a group of the of the fellas together, and you maybe some lady friends, and you want to uh, down and you want to you want to you want to change that last part there because that's you know Look, that's man, very optimistic of you. It's aspirational. I know. it's aspir. It's something to. to, to you know so you really yeah you know you're, you're tired of uh you're tired of monopoly you're, you're tired of the old uh settlers of Catan. is yahtzee not getting it up for you anymore well uh, your old boy harpo he's got the he's got the solution so when it comes to star wars board games there are a bunch to choose from so i'm gonna i'm gonna leave you like three or four that are varying levels of difficulty and i'm going to start out with the a number one most difficult one that's probably oh geez i would say top 10 most difficult board games i've ever played and it's a little game called star wars rebellion now i don't know if either of you gentlemen are familiar with the uh mid to late 90s computer game star wars rebellion are you uh i remember rebel assault i Played Dark Forces. Uh, I played Tie Fighter simu- uh, Simulator. I guess it's like Microsoft Flight Simulator, but with Tie Fighters and variants. But I do not. Uh, I do not know this one, uh, Bert. Do uh, you have any more? Uh, in the nineties, I think the only thing I played that was Star Wars was Shadows of the Empire for the N sixty four. Like I don't. I didn't get into the PC aspect. Uh, okay, perfect. So a quick overview of that game. It was the. I believe it was the first Star Wars property that 
folded in Legends, what is now Legends canon, but at that point was the expanded universe. It folded. The, it was a, a strategy game where you could either play as the Rebels or you could play as the Empire. And if you're the Rebels, your goal is to destroy the find the Death Star and destroy it. And if you are the Imperials, your goal is to find the Rebel base and destroy it with the Death Star. So you do this by uh, making alliances with different uh, planets so you can get their resources, so you can build your army. And you would also send, like, say you found out that where the Death Star is being constructed, you could send Princess Leia on a mission of sabotage to try to delay it being built and then you could send Luke to a planet to recruit for the uh for the rebellion and he would come back with Yoda or Obi-Wan or, or you know various named characters and it was also the first game that featured Grand Admiral Thrawn. So I say all of that to say that they have uh the folks at Fantasy I think it's a fantasy flight game they have managed to take that nerdy essence of construction and sabotage and skullduggery and they've managed to create a board game version of that where it's the empire versus the rebellion it's up to four players but it really plays best as a 1v1 game and your goal as the uh rebels is to keep your base hidden as long as possible there's a sort of like a countdown timer for the game and if it lasts past a certain point the rebels win but the Imperials are out looking for you, and if they find where your your base is, they will then send the Death Star to try to destroy it. So the way it works is each turn you alternate. One turn you will be building ships and soldiers and uh, ATATs, etc. The next round you will be recruiting, and you go on. It's a very complicated game. You go on missions. Uh, we had a game where at one point I had sent Luke to Dagobah to be trained by Yoda. He comes back as a Jedi Master and is instantly captured and turned to the dark side by the Emperor. So that game did not go well. Um, I also had a game as the Empire where I got not one, but two Death Stars operational. And just went around blowing up planets hoping I would guess the right one. And... uh yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a game. Uh, it probably takes about two to two and a half hours. So it's definitely not one that you can just kind of pick up and leave and come back to. Uh, I give it a 9 out of 10 just because I am a huge board game nerd and really, really love the whole uh, crazy bullshit thing. Uh, so if you want to maybe take a step down in difficulty and also you want to play with a few more of your friends, there's one that I think you fellows would really enjoy. It's called Star Wars Outer Rim. Okay. Uh, this one is a bounty hunting game. So you pick your bounty hunter and you start out with a janky busted ass ship and you go around collecting bounties and you can play it. You, you have to have like a... You have like a reputation track. So if you do like run a mission for the rebels, you'll gain uh, popularity with the rebels. If you run a mission for the empire, you'll gain popularity with them, but you might lose popularity with the rebels. And then there's the third uh, track, which is like the, 
I think it's called like the smugglers or something like that. And if if you run afoul of, of any of them too often, you'll lose reputation. Uh, basically, the best way I could describe this game is I had a match where I was Boba Fett and I had this... You start out with a janky, busted-ass ship, and you upgrade it over time, and eventually you get a chance to buy different ships. And I had a blood feud, because I don't know if you guys remember, I'm not a big fan of Maz Kanata. Didn't like her, uh, still don't like her, (laughs) and she was one of my bounties. And I hadn't leveled Boba up high enough, because you could hire on mercenary crews, you could have, you know, thugs helping you out. And I thought I could just go in there and capture her by myself. Oh, big mistake. Yeah, she kicked my ass. And ah! so ra- rather than learn my lesson, I spent the rest of the game just continually trying. It, it became personal. And ah! uh, Moz kicked my ass. And I lost Was she there game. with the, uh, what's his name? It's not the wild card. It's like the uh, the code breaker, the code probably like the locksmith. <laughs> That's his name. The code breaker who apparently gave her gave her the dick pretty well. Oh, had her to. words, Some, not mine. Somebody had to be. I mean, you know, That's what I she mean, implied. She, and she also had a thing for Chewy for some reason. Chew, well, I mean, everybody has a thing for Chewy. I mean, come on, that's 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 a, a mountain of a man built uh, very much like Refrigerator Perry. Second refrigerator Perry reference of the episode. You won't get that. You won't get that any other podcast anywhere else, buddy. Hey, Rebel Force Radio, step your shit up. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I give that one a. a, I also give that game a nine out of ten. It's very. uh, You kind of like make deals with each other to try to stay out of each other's way, or you could also kind of like throw roadblocks in front of each other. It's. It is a good, fun, uh, shit-talking game where you can get your buddies into trouble. So now, This is Outer Rim, right? Yeah, Star Wars Outer Rim, and they recently released an expansion for it. So I see, I see. And I see, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dengar, and he's uh, with uh, with the Black Sun uh, yeah. Syndicate guy. Uh, it was in the... Prince Sizor. Yeah, Prince Sizor, yes. Kind of Shadows of the Empire... Kind of yeah. canon, no yeah, longer. I think Dash Rendar might be in it too. Dash Rendar had the coolest ship. That's he did. Besides the point, though. So Dash he's... Rendar might be an outer rim. I, I think he's in the expansion. Okay. I mean, yeah. At some point, could be canon. Maybe then, not uh... him. Well, yeah, <laughs> that story can't be canon, but he himself could be very much Mando season four. Uh character if that happens you know yep who knows um and then i got like a couple more quick ones uh maybe you're not into the whole board game thing maybe you're more like a magic the gathering or pokemon guy there is a new uh star wars collectible card game called star wars unlimited and i have yet to play it but i have friends whose uh opinions on such thing i trust and they say that it's probably the best Star Wars card game since the old Decipher one that came out in the mid-90s that I was huge into when I was a kid. So uh, you got that. And 
maybe you just really want to take your Star Wars fandom to the next level and you've got a lot of free time on your hands. And is that a shot at me? You're shooting. Is this guy shooting? Is this I'm guy shooting, shooting? From, from the hip, brother? Is he shooting now? Hey, bang, just, bang. God damn. Ah, you got me. So maybe, but, maybe you, uh, oh, you know, if, actually, frankly, this might actually apply to you because uh, <laughs> this company <laughs> that, that sells this particular game is based in Europe and, uh, oh, God, the UK gets a lot of the stuff earlier than hey. here in the United States. So this could actually work in your benefit. Uh, I've been, I, uh, recently purchased the, uh, Star Wars Shatterpoint core set, which is a miniatures combat game. And I assembled everything and painted it. I'm really big into that kind of sort of stuff because I'm a dork. But uh, the problem I've run into here is that there's very few people in my city that are playing it. So my best friend and I both bought a core set. And I'm, uh, I've got like a couple of years of painting experience. So I'm able to... You know, put them together, glued together, get some paint on them, get them table ready. You're being very modest. You're very good at this. I I mean, I hate to interrupt you, but like, you're being very fucking modest because I've seen the miniatures you paint and they are legit as fuck. So go on, but you're being you're being modest as shit. I I will admit I do take great pride in them. You uh, should. It's really uh, like incredible. My friend is an actual artist, whereas I am just a guy who basically is good at painting 3D uh, coloring books, which is what these things are. Uh, so he takes like a ton of time. And so he, he's got everything assembled, but he hasn't painted them yet. He doesn't want to play until he gets everything painted. So, uh, yeah, if you're into the extreme nerdum and maybe you feel like you're a little artistically inclined or you just want to take the dive. Go ahead and check out Star Wars Shatterpoint. Uh, the gameplay is awesome. I've watched quite a few games of it on YouTube. I I feel like I know the rulebook inside and out, so when I actually do get to play, it'll be great. But uh, if you enjoy a, a wacky game where, for some reason, you could have uh, Darth Maul working together with clones for some reason, or uh, you know General Grievous hanging out with... Uh, with uh, like Rex and maybe, uh, <laughs> some Mandalorians for some reason. <laughs> this is the game for you. Well, I mean, I think Galactic Assault in uh, Battlefront Two uh, allows you to have like General Grievous, and he's far- he's farting, he's fighting with. with he's Anakin. also farting. <laughs> he's also fart. He has a heart, but does yeah. he fart? He hacks up his lung like a smoker. He's, sure. Yeah, he he's, he's smokes them up, Johnny. Uh, I'm looking at the miniatures right now for Shatterpoint. Uh, I see Ventress. I mean, yeah, if you are... Of course, the first thing is like a YouTube icon. Does it suck? Like, I I just want to <laughs> like elaborate. The, the fucking algorithm for YouTube is horrendous, but... Negative. That's which, which is why not pride our, uh, ourselves in this podcast, but like just not the obnoxious clickbait nature of it is something I do appreciate in this conversation with you, with you gentlemen. Yeah, there's not yeah. enough of that in the community right now. No, at least not as advertised. Uh, I also looked up uh, Star Wars Rebellion, the PC game. And you said this one is transferred over to board game. I God. 
I see the planets listed, I think, on the Imperial side. Uh, Bakura, Tatooine, Lafra, Mantiza, Ryloth. It is just such a PC, like, throwback game. What was it? This was 98, right? Yeah, somewhere in there, yeah. God, what a it, fucking it, time. They felt I so immersive got it on, then. I got it on Steam, and I went back and started playing it, and then it was one of those things where it was like, I downloaded it at, like, I don't know, 8 p.m. And then the next time I looked down at my phone, it was like 2.30 a.m. I was like, oh, shit, I have to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that it hits like that. You know, Rebel Assault 2 felt like a movie with like the ghost ship like that. That was like my introduction to Star Wars PC games. And that was like the fucking coolest thing. I think just PC gaming late 90s felt like the most immersive sucked in I've ever felt into gaming as you know now it's like oh this is sick and it's very it's nice to know about other even board games where you can feel more immersed in it was tie fighter like the flight simulator of that era yeah but it also had some story because like vader would be pissed at you for like fucking shit up so there was some story behind it it was flight simulator there was also x-wing which i think had like it was the rebellion side where you fly a-wings and like i don't know would that game suck if I played it now? Probably. That it felt like the coolest thing in your fucking like '90s VR world, where like uh, you seen Angelina Jolie's Hackers film. <laughs> Bert? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. A lot of times. <laughs> oh, a lot of times. Wow. And I'm the bad guy for pointing out the specifically minute mark sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Uh. Yeah, so that's the aesthetic. I think just 90s gaming aesthetic is, I think we need to go back. I think Fortnite, as fantastic as it is, it's a game I've been playing lately, by the way. Turns out I'm good at it now. Uh, Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm good at Fortnite now. I don't want to buy Maul is my only thing. I don't want to buy anybody. I want to earn it, but they don't allow me to. Uh, 90s PC gaming, the fucking pinnacle. I I will stand and die by that. It was funny because, like, in the, like, early to mid-90s, my family didn't have a personal computer, but I had probably, like, 15 computer games that I would just, like, call one of my friends and be like, hey, man, can I come over? And he'd be like, yeah, I guess. I'd Ah! come over to their house and use their computer to play. And not hang out with them? Not play (laughs) uh, jacks? And they'd be like, can I play? I'd be like, no. (laughs) I actually remember doing that with Doom. I'm like, one of my friend's older brother had, I'm like, Hey, can I come over and hang out? Oh, cool. No one's using the computer. Can I play Doom for all? <laughs> Turns out you can play Doom on a Texas instrument calculator? <laughs> no? You guys didn't We've know come that? far. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, give no, you the right annoying. to call me I did not mean to. I did not mean to. You know, fucking Howard has all these fucking drops. I only wanted Star Wars specific drops. I'm so mad. Uh, this is not Uncle Tunkle. I assure you. This is not uncle to uncle because I will never do uncle to uncle without Uncle Howard. Uh, that actually but yeah. like kind of fits though because that sounded like it was like a galactic senator saying it during a debate. <laughs> be like Chancellor Valora. Chancellor Valorum Mod Mothma called him a cuck. Chancellor Valorum had some uh... General Nadine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Are we good with that? Are we good with the wrap-up? Bert, you don't want to do a, a, a wrap-up wrap to send us off? 
You're asking the whitest guy to do a rap. The note. whitest of we're all three Latinos. <laughs> but yes, uh, no. So, any? Oh, I don't know if you want any parting words to the audience. You know, like recycle. Recycle, donate to your local ASPCA. Yes. Enjoy Star Wars. Stop being overly critical. It's it's a good time if you just let it be a good time. Harpo? And tip your mailman. Tip your mailman. I like yep. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs>